This is Tech Unmuted, the podcast of modern collaboration, where we tell the stories of how collaboration tools enable businesses to be more efficient and connected with your hosts, George Shanestein and Santi Cuellar. Welcome to Tech Unmuted. Welcome to the first episode of Tech Unmuted. I'm George Shanestein, your host. And I'm Santi Cuellar, your co-host. Our focus is on how modern collaboration tools enable businesses to be more efficient and connected with an extra special focus on the Microsoft 365 ecosystem. And actually, uh, speaking of which, didn't you just put out a Forbes article uh, talking about how people are leveraging AI in general and, and how that affects collaboration and the user adoption? I, I just saw that. I want Can we speak about that? We can. So I, I that article published a couple of days ago, and the focus was on really looking at how are people using uh, AI tools today to enhance productivity. And we see sort of a, a breakdown into three buckets. There's pioneers who are really out there aggressively using the tools and uh, getting effectively a productivity hack out of it. There's followers who are going to sit around and when it sort of directly presents itself to them, they're going to they're going to use the tools and they'll get some value right. out of it. Right. And then there's Luddites. And I know we've talked about this offline quite a bit. They're the folks. If you think about the term Luddites, it's started in the early 1800s. It was textile workers in the UK who damaged machines because they didn't like the automation that was going into place. But we see that as you know, in the article I wrote about it, it's about 10% of, you know, the business population is in that bucket. And there's, although you need balance in how you use AI, there's some potential destruction that happens as a result of of people being in that Luddite category. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of buzz, obviously. Uh, it's hard not to open up a, a news brow- uh, tab on your browser and not hear about the pushback and the fear of AI. Um, and by the way, I'd like to think of us as in that pioneer bucket, right? I, I absolutely see us, uh, and I'm, I'm talking about specifically you and I, we're pretty open to diving in and using this stuff. But man, there is so much out there right now about, hey, we should probably pump the brakes. We should probably start regulating. We should probably, uh, it's gonna take over our jobs. There is just, so much noise around AI in the last 60 days. I've never heard of this much buzz before. Yeah, and there's fear of job destruction and and those kind of things. But if you look back over history, every industrial revolution that took yeah. place, there's been multiple ones, right? The introduction of the internet, all the way back to the mechanization that took place in the what was originally coined as the, the industrial revolution over 100 years ago. People feared that jobs would be lost, but over time, jobs were not lost, right? That's right. Jobs changed. Right. People's roles changed. That's right. Uh, but it was a matter of adapting to the new technology. Yeah, it's not. And, and even before the Internet, I'm thinking way back when the concept of a personal computer came out and how how something as simple as a Windows operating system, um, you know, that was that was revolutionary. That was something yeah. that changed how we I mean, we. We are able to do what we do today because somebody uh, had the, the the foresight to say, "I'm going to create this operating system, make it make things easy, make it more productive." Um, I see this as you know just another launch pad for that next evolution 
of of you know productivity level type technologies uh, like 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 the Windows operating system, like the personal computer, like the internet. Um, yeah, I don't. I I do think, you know, I I've been thinking a lot about this lately because there is so much noise. I personally, I don't like the concept of regulating something like this. Um, and what I mean by regulation, I think we can all understand. Uh, typically, if the government steps in and starts regulating stuff, a lot of times yeah. it doesn't turn out well, right? But I am in agreement that there has to be some kind of guide rails. The question is, who sets those guide rails, right? And I think the in way- our case, right, as a as a as a business and that as a team, we've used right. a lot of the tools that are available over the last six months or so, from right. uh, ChatGPT to support uh, content development. Not necessarily develop the content piece in total. But to speed the process up, mid-journey to do graphic development, we've done right. a lot of it, right? Uh, you've recently built a couple of tools with uh, the ability to go out and do research for us and automate right. the research feedback. We're working on some tools that will potentially uh, go through threads of emails and pull out emails that are more important than others. So those are the the kind of things that we've made a decision as a team. We've put certain guide rails in place so that it's not a fully automated process. Correct. There's human intervention all the way along the way. The critical thing though, and, and this goes beyond just sort of the guide rails and regulation is, to be successful, you have to be a really good operator. So That's the point. this is That's like a, a programmer, point. right? You, yep. We've looked, we've both looked at some of, uh, we have someone on our team who does graphic development work using MidJourney and the, the prompts that they enter to get a repeatable outcome and a useful outcome it's massive right yep um but the ability to innovate so quickly and come up with multiple concepts and multiple ideas makes our our final decision making better but it also makes it so much rapidly quicker it's it's sort of astounding where we were versus six months ago so that's a great example here is an individual who's on our team right who if he would have thought like a Ludlite. He'd be thinking, I better start uh, polishing my resume and finding something else to do because they no longer need my services. But instead, yep. he reinvented himself and said, hold on, how do I use this technology to my advantage? And he figured out, for a lack of a better term, the detailed script that you really need to put together to get the output that you desire. Um, you know, I can relate to that a little bit because, as you mentioned, we've been working with uh, the AI builder functionality within Microsoft Teams. Yep. And it is a little bit of trial and error. Like it's not something I, I don't just push a button and all of a sudden this thing happens. Yeah. Um, as you know, right? We 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 know because we get a gazillion notifications at once. And like, Wait, what just happened there? Something blew up. And it's because you have to tweak things. You need to now become that operator. That is the key. If if you're going to survive in this in this new world of of technology and artificial intelligence instead of concerning yourself with you know ai taking over you need to figure out how do i get ahead of this thing and better myself how do i leverage the technology to make myself more marketable more productive more effective and i think that's the right approach and i hear a lot of times i hear from people right you hear the negative that we talked about yeah you know i don't we need to regulate it we need to do something but i also hear 
oh, I tried that chat GPT thing and uh, it was busy, you know, it never works. Well, okay, uh, pay for the service and yeah. you'll get guaranteed access. But I've got to say over the last probably 30 days or so, I've been going in once and not been able to access it. I've, uh, same same here. Been yeah, good. and this, the second thing is use it for an actual purpose that you need it to. Don't, you know, the first couple of things we did were like, oh, let's have it write a joke or write a little story or whatever. And sure. that was funny. But we then got to very practical things. Even the description of this podcast, we were fined by creating the original draft, that dropping it into chat GPT, getting a couple iterations and then refining it again to get the output. I've even taken elements of uh, the things I have on LinkedIn and started with an initial set of copy that I created, but then did iterations using chat GPT and then did another iteration at the end to do a cleanup on it. I couldn't have done it that quickly or that creatively without the tool. Uh, you know, and even the graphics design stuff, I haven't leaned as much in with Midjourney. Uh, I used a couple other tools early on uh, to create some funny images, but not, sure. you know, not an image for a business purpose, but we've even gone through, we we post Teams backgrounds on our website. The latest iteration of the spring version that we did was completely developed by ChatGPT, or sorry, by uh, Midjourney, right? Midjourney, yeah. Uh, very unique uh, outcomes, very unique kind of images to use, uh, and people seem to be engaging really well with those. Yeah. You know, uh, some of the things that I've seen lately in Microsoft Teams, uh, again, you got to be the operator but you know we created a, a bot remember this we created a bot yep. so you know we we when we have a let's say like a go-to-market plan or something we get asked the same question by different people over and over again so instead of you know getting pulled into these rabbit holes of replying we create a bot and it works yep. like the bot is actually able to take those questions specific to our projects and point people in the right direction that has actually reduce the amount of well actually has completely eliminated to be honest with you at this point it's completely eliminated those types of inquiries to me yep. about stuff that you know it's 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 the same question it's repetitive and the bot has taken care yep. of it that's built right into microsoft teams i mean it's just yeah. crazy and that's and again in future episodes we're going to explore a lot of these uh yep. new elements that are in teams some of which have been there for quite a while right and we yeah. weren't aware of them six months ago, some of them not three months ago, some of them not a week ago, right? We, we yeah. find new elements every day. But the the breadth that exists within the tool, within the platform around 365 is amazing, right? It's yeah. more substantial than uh, people realize. And it's just people don't take advantage, right? There are other elements yeah. that are, you know, they're not AI driven, but we use, we've been using Planner for, for over two years on our team. Oh, yeah. All of our interactions are in there, right? We take things that would have been uh, an email or a series of emails and people add it into the email and reading the chains. And we've done them within chats within a team so that there's a permanent record of what we were talking about. But you can and also plug one somebody place. in there. Fact. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and it's and it's been a a huge gain for our team from product productivity standpoint because it's eliminated it email after email after email right absolutely uh, and we'll dig into those and the recent thing and I think the the next episode we'll probably take a look at this is uh, there's some avatar functionality and some other functionality within Teams uh, that's pretty unique right and it creates a different paradigm from a business standpoint for how do you use 
this platform to get increased yeah. business productivity. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about the use cases for that. You know, here, uh, I'll give you a closing thought, just thinking out loud here. Here's where I see this going. And I'm not going to say it's five years out. It's so much sooner. It's so much, What I'm about to say, I believe it's going to happen relatively soon. But you know what? We're going to be in a meeting like this, right? We're going to have a, a group meeting. And let's say there's four people. There's going to be a fifth member of your team yeah. who is not a physical person. There's going to be a there's going to be a team member that has specific uh, uh, functions and a specific role within your team that's going to be an artificial intelligent true member, meaning that they're going to be a participator in your meetings. They're going to they're going to they're going to actually contribute to the collaboration, to yeah. the output, to the design, to the meeting itself. Um, and I can see that happening. And and I think, you know, when that happens, then we will realize how much we really need AI in our lives because yeah. that 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 virtual person will be there to help us and make us more much more productive. That's my that's my crystal ball prediction uh, uh, for today. But uh, anyway, folks, if if you enjoyed this first episode, this is only one of many. We got many more to come. Um, if you want to review the notes for today's episodes, you can find those at fusionconnect.com slash tech unmuted. Um, but until next time, stay connected. See you next time. Thanks. Visit fusionconnect.com slash tech unmuted for show notes and more episodes. Thanks for listening.